if you've ever wanted to visit New Zealand, maybe you've wanted to go hiking in New Zealand, you're going to love my next interview. It is with Debbie Early. Debbie is an entrepreneur. She owns the Blue Water Eco Lodge in New Zealand. She's a trailblazer, international eco educator, artist scientist, and a well-being retreat facilitator. And I'm excited because Debbie will be presenting at our upcoming summit, the Hike Like a Woman Summit. You can find all the details about our summit over at our website, hikelikeawoman.com. But for now, I'll let you enjoy my conversation with Debbie. Debbie, you describe yourself as a trailblazer, international eco-educator, artist scientist, nature-based solutions researcher, and designer supporting adaptation and well-being. That's a lot of things, and I don't know what half of those things are. So tell me about yourself and what you do. Well, I'm currently um, living off-grid in a boat access um, area, boat access only area on a hiking trail in Thurrow, New Zealand. So um, for those who aren't too familiar with New Zealand, there are two islands, north, the North Island and the South Island. Uh-huh. And I currently live on the Queen Charlotte track, which is um, a, a 70K, so probably 30 something mile hiking trail. Um, and that is based on the top of the South Island. And um, we're accessed, our home is accessed only by boat. So it's pretty cool. And it's a, it's a real outdoor adventure. <laughs> Um, previously, I was actually living in Chester County in Pennsylvania oh. and lived in the States for about 20 years. Uh-huh. So love to go hiking um, on the Appalachian Trail, specifically around Delaware Water Gap mm-hmm. um, and then Pine Grove Furnace. We used to go to Sunset Rocks um, in Central PA as our New Year's Day hiking event and obviously love going to the Rockies in winter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually trained as a biomedical scientist, ah. uh, but I view myself as an artist scientist. I really enjoy writing creatively uh-huh. um, and really enjoy photography, specifically photographing the natural world. Um, and I've been a surfer, a poet, a pleasantologist, a toxicologist, so a whole mix of different things. And when I was a child, my favorite place to be was barefoot up a tree uh, with a bag of apples and a good book. <laughs> I imagine not much has changed. I bet you still enjoy those things. Well, I do still enjoy being barefoot um, and reading is one of my favorite pastimes too. Um, and just exploring our brilliant backyard here out, um, out in this area. You've lived quite the adventurous life. Lots of lots of things. What does um, what does being outdoors mean to you? Why is it important to have that connection with nature? Which obviously is important to you because of where you live even? Um, Well, I've had different challenges in my life and at different Mm -hmm. points. And I certainly have looked to the natural world as a place to go and restore my spirit. Um, Mm -hmm. Just like you, I've had different health issues. Um, I'm sure many, um, you know, all of us have experienced grief and loss at different points of our lives. Mm -hmm. And um, nature really can be a balm, but it can also be very humbling. And being outdoors for me doesn't just mean going into a picture perfect day, especially living on on, um, off grid here. Um, The last time I came back from town, there was an incredible storm. The wind was howling and I had to get one off the boat. Yeah. Uh, which was moored to the jetty and was quite a precarious um, 
uh, sort of adventure wow. and then up the, up the track which is eight minutes and then up our steps ca um, carrying our boxes because obviously we have no car um, so I think in times like that being outdoors I can really be humbled by the natural world and at times when I've um, had health related issues I, I've had spine issues at various points in my life I've not been able to get out so what we would traditionally describe the outdoors mm -hmm. so I've really had to um, sort of connect with nature inside, whether it's with a pot plant or through the window. Um, so I think there are different levels of connecting with the outdoors and, and being out uh, and what we're looking for and actually what's actually happening out there. It, it changes our experience. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you mentioned a potted plants. And I always think about adventure and like this big, really epic adventure, right? Like I'm going to climb a mountain, but sometimes all we can do is look at a bird out the window as it's singing you know like that yes yes that's yes. one way we we can connect um with nature and so i'm glad simple adventures count too and simple experiences definitely. yeah definitely and just even you know we can be outdoors when we're walking from our um, from our home to our car or into a store, just appreciating what is what the season is. Yeah. So I, I think it really does. It does depend on different circumstances, and we can we can be outdoors wherever we are. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's an element of of gratitude there, mm. and you. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Blue Water Eco Lodge, and it's a lodge uh, and wellness studio. Um, and the art of awareness, all of these things that you're doing to help connect other people to themselves, to the outdoors. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Well, when I was living in um, PA, we had a little weekend cottage in an artist community in a forested area. So that was great because we could access the um, Susquehanna, we could get down to the Chesapeake, um, mm -hmm. we explored different areas of Maryland, um, Jersey. And I um, was actually asked by a colleague to organize a healing arts retreat for her. Oh. And that must have been about four or five years ago. And she wanted to, it was customized, so she wanted to incorporate aspects of uh, creative expression. For her, that was dance. Uh -huh. And I, I included um, aspects of forest bathing, which really wasn't particularly well known at that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I included yoga and meditation because I'm a certified um, guide. Well, in all three of those, actually. Uh -huh. And um, we just spent a wonderful day together. Um, okay. And she, she absolutely loved it and found it a, um, a really transformative experience. And I found it really enriching to, to offer and facilitate that. Uh -huh. So um, shortly after that, I was actually asked to facilitate a Masters of Mental Health program around nature connection and well-being, wow. specifically for healthcare professionals. So that was to help support people so that they didn't suffer from burnout. Mm -hmm. But we, it was also looking at how we care for the environment as well, because we obviously need a healthy environment for our own, our own yeah. well-being. Yeah. Um, so I created the Art of Awareness uh, Wellbeing Studio. And then in the middle of the pandemic, <laughs> we moved to Aotearoa, New Zealand. Um, and I'd actually never been to this particular area before in, in the South Island. Oh. Well, I hadn't been to the South Island before. 
Um, and so uh, we we bought um, Blue Water Lodge, which is our home. Mm -hmm. And previ previously, it was um, a place for people on the trek to to stay. Um, mm -hmm. It it still is, but I've changed I've changed it. So I've yeah. taken over some of the the accommodation space and converted that into the well being studio. So uh -huh. I now offer yoga and meditation, and um, basically, it's a place where my yoga studio, uh, my well-being studio, the Art of Awareness, is now established. So I offer that um, as virtual well-being, a virtual studio, and also an in-person studio. Oh, great! Um, so women can come and um, hike on the track. There are actually quite a few solo women who like mm -hmm. to walk on the Green Charlotte track. I mean, I use the word walk. And I must actually point out that because yeah. in the US, we tend to talk about hiking and backpacking. Mm -hmm. In New Zealand and other parts of the world, um, they, they use terms differently. So they yeah. will use the word walking when in the mm -hmm. US, I would have used the word hiking. Yeah. When they talk about going right into the backcountry in New Zealand, they use the word tramping. <laughs> yeah. I, so I was I, a woman from Australia yesterday and it was, it was the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, so if I use the word walk on this call, yeah, uh, in the US it would probably be the, what we would call hiking. So yeah. don't think of it as walking on a blacktop surface <laughs> in suburbia. Yeah, yeah, it's real. This is the real deal, guys. <laughs> this is out there, um, and there's no cell, no cell coverage. Um, it's beautiful, blue water, green, green forest, um, but it's pretty remote. Our closest uh -huh. neighbor when we walk out our, um, down our steps and hit the track is 45 minutes away. Wow. Uh, but 45 minutes walk away. So what I did was I have combined, um, going back to your question, you know, Blue Water uh -huh. Lodge and the Wellbeing Studio, I've combined the studio now has a physical location at Blue Water Lodge. And together, the third element is my own professional experience, obviously being involved in healing arts, creative expression with a background in biomedical science. And so I brought those three together to offer a unique experience. Um, I don't believe there's anything like this in the world, actually. And the in-person retreats, um, predominantly of the solo women walkers, often they might have experienced some real challenges, maybe going yeah. through a transition phase. Yeah. Perhaps somebody they've lost somebody they love. Mm -hmm. um, they might have, you know, been experiencing partnership um, or um, relationship challenges. Mm -hmm. uh, or even just be caring for a family um, mm -hmm. and just feeling a bit burnt out. So those in-person retreats um, involve independent walking. So people arrive, women arrive mm -hmm. and stay with me for a couple of days. Yeah. And I offer guided facilitation during that time. And then one of the really cool things that I, we do as well, because as I mentioned, we're only accessible by boat. Mm -hmm. So um, on Wednesdays, the mail boat comes in to meet us and I get the women to write some of their intentions and goals. And um, then they can go down, meet the mail boat and post those goals and intentions to them. And so when they get back home, oh. some, week, some weeks later, they'll get this prompt and reminder mm. as well. So I've, I've obviously not everybody can pack up, you know, and spend mm -hmm. time traveling all this way. Yeah. Um, 
And it actually started with the pandemic when I was supporting people um, and communities locally in Pennsylvania during the pandemic. And I've just continued offering that virtual option. Um, so now the studio has a virtual studio as well, uh, or the Art of Awareness has a virtu virtual studio as well. And I've continued with that, um, either supporting women who may be on new mothers and want one-to-one retreats periodically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it's customized to individuals' um, needs. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, the other important area is that women sometimes don't always want to come solo. They mm -hmm. want to be part of the community yeah. where they can share and support each other. And so mm -hmm. I also offer virtual retreats for groups as well and um one of the exciting things i'm doing but i might pause there so that answers your questions hopefully <laughs> that definitely answers my question i would love it if you could share um a story of transformation so if you could tell us about a transformation either a transformation that has occurred in your life as you've been applying all these principles that you teach or maybe a transformation that you've seen one of uh the attendees from one of your retreats um maybe paint a before and after if, if that's available um it's quite a broad question and i've actually spent the last 18 months writing an anthology of stories about that oh wow <laughs> okay great <laughs> um so and that's one of the things that i'll be talking about at the summit yeah, is yeah. sharing some of those stories uh -huh. um so it would probably be a giveaway if i told you the final transformation yes um do that. but <laughs> no so i don't want to do that but i certainly think that i've undergone a transformation living so close to the natural world and moving off grid because when i say off grid i mean we're so totally solar powered Mm -hmm. um we are, we have our water um coming in channeled literally from the creek outside and on-site septic system um mm -hmm. obviously i've mentioned there's no road so people yeah. get here by kayak um via the track or if we need to get out in emergency via helicopter uh -huh. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, um, so I think for me, that's been a transformation. Um, it certainly opened my awareness mm -hmm. to different lifestyles, mm -hmm. um, made me appreciate aspects of being in town, actually, in ways that I previously didn't. Because mm -hmm. I do think there's a difference between recreational contact with nature and residential contact with nature. Oh. So by that, I mean... If we're just going out into the wilderness or remote area or out hiking for a couple of days or with the view that we're going back home, mm -hmm. so the trip is really of a recreational nature, Yeah, we do have a different mindset. And for me, it's been transformational to live permanently in that environment. Uh, some of it's really hard. I, I'm not saying that it's transformation yeah. is always easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it can be really, really hard sometimes. And um, one of the things I write about is when the natural world gets really challenging and, mm -hmm. and one is really, really humbled, whether it's big storms or that kind of thing. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question. That does. I'm. I'm wondering, what's the um, 
what's the best i mean that was there's challenges associated with being living so remotely but what's been the like number one benefit that it's brought to your life i certainly think my perspective has been opened mm -hmm. um it also has been very humbling in that uh, and this is partly why i wrote my anthology of stories um, you know, professionally, I was starting to be described as an expert in nature connection mm -hmm. uh, from an academic standpoint. And I think when one has the embodied daily experience, mm -hmm. it's really humbling. So I started to question a lot more of what I'd been teaching and the approaches that are sort of coming up in mainstream research sure. and uh -huh. made me think I don't have the answers. And actually, as I look at the world and some of the really difficult challenges that we're facing, I think, um, and this is what I write about as well, is that we all need to come together and to recognize actually we don't know, and may, but we still all have different ways of input and um, expertise and skills and working together to try and find a path forward. Um, I think that's, that's a challenge. So it's really humbling really humbling to to learn a different perspective and way of being and to feel such a novice <laughs> so i think now i feel much more in a position to i wouldn't say talk with authority but maybe that's what i am saying um sure. talk with to talk with lived living experience mm. as well as some academics and other life experience you know as we discussed earlier um all of us women hike for different reasons. You know, what is the why? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just for restoration. Sometimes it's for rest. Sometimes we're looking for a space just to clear mm -hmm. our mind. Sometimes it's because we want to feel active. Yeah. Um, so we're all growing and changing and learning. And I feel that, that I am too. And so we've sort of, we reach peaks and then troughs and we move forward. And the important thing is to learn. And I'm glad yes. you mentioned learning because it's this continual thing. It doesn't just stop. And you're learning like this is a whole new phase of life for you. You're learning a ton every day just by living in this remote location. And I think the other thing is also with learning, it's important to unlearn mm -hmm. and also to be not to be scared to say, well, I thought that thing in the past, but now I actually think differently. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we want to add to our learning and just build on what we already know. But yeah. um, part of learning is actually to say, you know what, that idea has been refined totally, and I'm actually going to chuck that out now. <laughs> yeah. Or and it can be hard to give ourselves permission to do that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where we can look to the natural world and, you know, we see the cycles of life and death as we're outside um, yeah. and noticing, particularly in the Northern Hemisphere, I mean, mm -hmm. especially in the Northeast, we had such predominant distinct changes in the season. Um, you know, the closer one gets to the, the tropics, that's less obvious, but we can still see the cycles. So. Yeah. yeah. Mother Nature doesn't mess around. <laughs> She's wise. <laughs> she is wise and amazing and powerful. You know, specifically if we're looking at who we hike with, we've discussed uh -huh. solo women, we've discussed communities, yeah. um, we've discussed um, sort of, well, you and I have just in the background sort of discussed are there women we that have inspired us with our hiking that we'd really yeah. want to meet? Yeah. 
And I think often we actually go back to people who might be dead or alive. And there's certainly lots of writers wow. who I love to meet up with yes. and, and hike because I think the combination of walking and hiking can have a unique mm -hmm. um, kind of experience for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to meet some more of the local women who live here. And it sounds crazy, but it's not always so easy to meet my neighbors. I've met most of them on yeah. this side of this side of our inlet. Um, uh -huh. But there's some there are some Maori women who live on on the other side of the inlet. Um, <laughs> and I'd really like to meet them and learn more about their perspective of this environment mm -hmm. and their stories. Yeah. Um, certainly one lady I know has actually had to move into town because her She's had some health issues. So I'm quite friendly with her daughter, but I would love to meet that those women. Mm -hmm. And also looking forward, if it were possible, I'd actually love to meet the women who were, are going to hike this area in the next hundred years. You know, when they look back at me yeah. and those of us who are hiking now, what are they going to say about us? Did we, what did we bring to this area? And did we did we restore it did we leave it in ways that were beneficial to them so not just looking back into the present but if we are looking back into the present how are we utilizing that to look forward to the future oh that's so powerful and and so ironic because i i actually just got off a call with a woman in Can in uh, oklahoma who is 76 years old and she was talking about um, some of the things she did in the early 1980s and how she was kind of blazing the way for future generations of women adventurers. And, and so it's kind of like, we just did a, you just, we just brought it back. We just brought it back because someday we're going to be old ladies and you're going to look back and think, whoa, whoa, that's really what, what happened at my lodge was really special. Yeah, well, I hope so. Um, Debbie, where can we find more about your lodge online and learn more about your retreats? Well, the best thing would be to go to my um, Facebook page or website. Um, the website is the Blue Water Lodge. Um, dot co dot nz or nz. Okay. <laughs> Um, a Facebook page is Blue Water Lodge Nature Connection and Wellbeing, and the same for um, the Instagram um, account. And those segue into my Art of Awareness Wellbeing Studio, where you can find more details um, about me and what I do and um, other ways of connecting uh, with some of the ways that I'm reaching out and supporting supporting women. I don't know about you, but now I really want to open up the app on my phone and book a flight to New Zealand. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Debbie. If you want to learn more about her presentation at our upcoming summit, the Hike Like a Woman Summit, you can head on over to our website, hikelikewoman.com. There you'll find information about all our speakers. You'll find our schedule and you'll find out how you can participate in our summit. So head on over to hikelikewoman.com and learn more. Thanks so much. I'll catch you next time.